welcome to Download Your Thoughts, where two friends download their thoughts on anything and everything into each other's brains. I'm Sophie Jones. And I'm Claire Cordell. And this week, we are talking about our favourite things from 2020. (laughs) (laughs) You're such a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this week, me and Claire are going to talk all about the good parts of 2020. There's not many of them, but we are going to discuss the things that we did in 2020 that made it slightly more bearable. So books, films, TV shows, social media accounts that we like, all of that jazz. I'm very excited. Yeah, same. I've got a whole list of TikTok trends to talk about as well, because you know what my TikTok for you page is about. (laughs) Honestly, you sound like you have like quite a well-rounded experience of TikTok. I do not. <laughs> Are we surprised at that, though? My For You page is Taylor Swift and Harry Styles and very little else. Okay, let's go straight into TikTok. Mine, okay. I have a lot of, um, you know, like the small houses, like tiny houses. Oh, like tiny living, yeah. Yeah, a lot of tours of those. Cute. Like, here's how I fit my entire life into a tiny room. I, I have a lot of that. I also have a lot of tours of haunted houses and like haunted basements in big houses and stuff like that. Okay. You know what? I really admire people who do tiny living because there is no... Same. It just makes me want to do it. I could never. I have too much stuff. So do I. But then I figure I can fit it all in one room most of the time. Mm. Yeah. See, I can't. This is the problem. Now that I have my own house, yeah. I have so much shit. Like at one point in time, we lived in a tiny flat and then we moved to a bigger house filled that house the house we live in now is slightly smaller than that house so it was quite stressful when we were packing up to leave i was like okay i need to get rid of some stuff why do i have so many clothes that are just sequins yeah yeah. it was honestly i found some absolutely bizarre stuff it is wild what you collect over before moving and stuff like that it you just, it is just crazy what you find out i'm quite ruthless a lot of the time i can be like i don't need this i don't need that blah 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 but then I'm also a massive hoarder of certain things. Yeah, I was about to say, I've <laughs> seen I've seen the piles of stuff that you've given away to charity shops. See the yeah, yeah, it's true. It is true. <laughs> At least I'm giving it away. Yeah, that's true. You're helping the world. I'm trying to think, what else is on my TikTok for you page? Oh my god, sand cutting videos. Oh no. Oh I yes. think I hate that. I think that's something I irrationally hate. Oh my god, I love that. I love it. And the sli- oh god, the slice through sand is beautiful. Um, so this is a weird one, considering if you know me, that it's like the furthest from the uh, from me because I'm lazy as fuck. But a, a lot of my for you pages, gymnastic challenges. <laughs> <laughs> All right, like. A group of gymnasts going, okay, let's try and do this trick. Let's try and do this trick. Let's try and do this. I find it fascinating. It's very therapeutic. So that appears quite a lot. How do you end up on these? Like, it makes sense what my For You page is. It makes sense because it goes with my interests. How the fuck are you ending up with gymnastics and sand cutting? God knows. I told you about that brief stint I had in prison TikTok, didn't I? (laughs) Yes, you did. I was hoping you were going to bring this up. That (laughs) was wild because that was like right as I fell into Harry Styles TikTok and I was like yeah you were like Harry Styles Harry Styles I was like I've watched someone smuggle a phone into prison (laughs) but honestly that first that first like week or so it was just relentless Harry Styles TikTok to the point where I was like my life is just Harry Styles like I I don't want to be in this anymore I'd like some variety on my for you page for a while I just had to go on to the following page because I just couldn't cope (laughs) it was it was too intense I was like okay I like him but this is a bit much. Yeah, exactly. I have a lot of um, I have a lot of singing stuff on there as well. A lot of music, yeah. a lot of like real sort of powerful one minute covers and all that sort of stuff. I I quite enjoy that. Obviously, Gemma Collins thing is on there quite a lot. The Queen, the Queen. I'm quite heavily uh into the witch talk, so all of the like spells and all that sort of shit. Obviously, oh. lizards. There oh. are a lot of lizards. I want to talk about lizards, but I miss witch talk. Oh, it's lovely. It's very therapeutic again. I know, oh. but you've you've given up the witch talk for the Harry talk. Well, I have two TikTok pages, so oh, yeah, of course I you have do. one that is 
actually just witch talk so I think I need to like spend more time on there again because it was so therapeutic it's just like people living their best lives like amongst their plants it's great it is great because I am a plant mum and it makes me it gives me tips especially I saw one recently about aloe vera and obviously you know my journey with Alan yes your journey with Alan the aloe vera yeah he's getting bigger TikTok definitely helped helped us through lockdown I feel completely I mean it's still helping me through lockdown I watch it on the train yeah I really enjoy it I, I kind of got into making TikToks as well see I like yours I can't do them I what can I can like make a video because I'm not an idiot but I can't do none of the transitions or any of that sort of bullshit and I only learned that you can do the effects and as soon as I learned how to do the voiceover thing it was over (laughs) for TikTok for me (laughs) the only downside for TikTok is the amount of random songs and tunes that I regularly get playing around my head yes hit me with some of the things you've enjoyed watching Okay, so I've been on a a journey this year with the Real Housewives franchise. Oh, you have. I have completed Beverly Hills, all, all, I think, 10, 11 series. I think there's 12 series of Beverly Hills. Um, I've completed Real Housewives of New York and I'm halfway through season 13 of Real Housewives of Orange County. That is an achievement it really is i've had a lot of time at home (laughs) but also it's a good um it's a good program to have on in the background when you're like doing stuff so that you don't overly have to concentrate on it yeah yeah a lot of the time when i've been doing which i'll come to artists way and stuff like that Mm -hmm. i've had it on in the background while i've been collaging (laughs) (laughs) i love that yeah um what else have i watched this year oh my god my favorite which if you've not seen it you have to but you won't because you think it's scary but it's not haunting of bly manor mm, i haven't seen it oh so f- i think i facetimed you after because i was lying on my living room floor sobbing yeah i do remember this i'm just not good with scary stuff even if it's, it's not, not that scary it's not I it's guess. more emotional it's a beautiful Oh, God, I can't stop thinking about it. (laughs) You just Mm -hmm. reminded me. I don't know why you reminded me, actually, because it's got nothing to do with it. Um, It's called... So I've watched it before, but I re-watched it during lockdown. Um, It's You know Leah Remini, the woman from King of Queens? She's like uh, a New York actress, but she's amazing. But she did this programme with Mike Rinder called uh, Scientology The Aftermath. Ooh. Oh, my sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> it is fucking wild. If you didn't already hate Scientology, watch this fucking program. It's yeah. mad. They interview people that have been part of the... Because they call it a church as well. Um, purely because they then don't have to pay tax if they're a registered church. But there's no religion involved. Anyway. Oh, my God, please watch it. Because I love to talk about it. Because... Unless you've seen it, you can't understand it because it is so wild. It baffles me that someone who is playing a main character in a Handmaid's Tale can. This is the problem. There are so and and I watched Handmaid's Tale around the around the time I watched Scientology: The Aftermath as well. Mm. And there are and I'm not I'm not just saying this. There are so many similarities. You watch it and you're like, how can you not see that? Go on, tell me what you've watched this year. Mine is so different to yours. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'd be worried if they weren't. Yeah, I think. I think people think we're quite similar, which we are in some ways, but in other ways we are vastly different. Yeah, completely. I don't think you've watched a single episode of Real Housewives, have you? No, no, uh, no, that's not true. I used to watch it with my housemate because she used to have it on all the time, but I have no idea who anyone is. I don't know what series she was watching, so I'm unsure. <laughs> but anyway, my first one is Emily in Paris. Nice. It's just perfect for escapism. They're really short episodes. They're like 20, 25 minutes. It's very lighthearted, very easy watching. I know it's trash, but that's not the point. Sometimes you need trash. Yeah, sometimes you need trash. And Emily in Paris is one of those things. It's just like complete escapism. It's perfect. I loved it. So I've not watched it yet, but I'm, it's it's, def- it's on my list of things to watch behind um, escaping polygamy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to ask. I'm just, we're going to breeze over that. 
<laughs> the second thing is something I only watched the other day, but it immediately had to be on my list. And I feel like it'll be an obvious one. Taylor Swift released folklore kind of behind the album on Disney Plus, And it is so beautiful. I mean, the album itself is incredible. But listening to her talk about the songs, why she wrote them, what inspired them, the process, and then she sings them all, um, like sings the whole album through as well. It's just brilliant. And I cried so many times, but it's, oh, it was just so good. I had to like take a break from it in the middle because I was like, I was going to say, this is what you were crying at the other day, wasn't it? Yeah, I got overwhelmed by it, but yeah, it's just beautiful. And I just love that album so much. I mean, the album is good. Also, if you have Disney Plus, please, for the love of God, do yourself a favour and watch Hamilton. Oh, oh, that, oh. Yes. I can't believe that's not on my list. I think oh, that's one of the highlights of my 2020. Yeah, me too. Me too. And the thing is, like, I, I was really lucky I got to go and see that. Oh, I can't talk about it. I, I know you can't talk about it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I've had tickets. Let me just say this really close to the microphone so you listen to me. Okay. I've had tickets to see it twice. And I was offered tickets the first time and I couldn't do it because I was getting a fucking paid gig, which was paying me more than the tickets cost. So I've had three opportunities to go and see it. And once I couldn't go because of money. The second time's coronavirus. Are we happy with that? No, we're not. Disney Plus is all I've got. <laughs> but I was going to say, I have seen it. And it was, I mean, it was incredible. And I did, I, again, oh. I cried a lot. A lot of the times, just because I was so happy to be there. It's but... also so overwhelming to see how, because it's so good. Yeah, yeah, it is. But the, one of the things I really enjoyed about watching it on Disney Plus was because you've got the cameras in their face, you see all the stuff that you don't necessarily see on stage. Um, and then my last one, I can't remember if this came out in 2020 or not, but I know that I rewatched it in 2020. I think that counts. I think 2020 is a year that anything goes. Yeah, I just I can't remember whether I watched this at the end of 2019 or not, but I definitely rewatched it. Sex Education. Oh my god, yes, that was on my list as well. It's so good. So good. I think it is just, it's like a perfect example of how TV can be so inclusive without being like, look, we're being inclusive. Yeah, it's, did they just talk, they just are. And that's yeah. how it should be, yeah. Exactly. They don't make a big song and dance out of it. They're just like, Completely. this is a reflection of real life. And they deal with really important issues. I... And it's funny. It's so funny. So funny. Julian Anderson as well. I just, I love her in everything, but in this, she's wonderful in this. So good. And I really, I know a lot of people have said like, because the way it is set up makes it kind of seem like an American high school. And the way that some of the things are, it seems like an American high school and that puts people off because it's not, it's actually set in Wales. But I kind of like that. I think it's a really interesting way of doing things. Other than the fact they're not in school uniform, it's not that far removed from how my school was yeah I don't think it's too different but I know some people have been like I can't watch it because it's trying to be American I'm like it's not it's really no. it's really not it feels just more like how it would have been in how it is in sick form how it was in sick form for me yeah it kind of um, gives me that vibes yeah I mean not for me personally but yes I see what you mean <laughs> yeah but didn't <laughs> you go to like a nunnery no not for sick form oh yeah the sixth one I did not, uh, but I did have to wear a suit every day. Oh my god. They were lucky if I turned up with a bra on. I was often in my pyjamas for sixth form. <laughs> Moving on to... Should we move on to some music? Yeah, go for it. So first of all, I just wanted to mention my playlist system that I have. <laughs> I love this. I think this is ingenious, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I've always had like a million playlists on Spotify. I have very like, uh, what's the word, specific playlists curated for very specific moods. For example, I have sad songs, sad but also angry songs. <laughs> just angry songs like very we're, we're we get down right into it see our However, playlists are so different i've got favorites with a little leaf emoji which has yeah. it has 280 songs in it currently i have a playlist called sexy time and i'm not even embarrassed by it <laughs> don't we all we all have some kind of playlist yeah um, you have to you can't just put it on shuffle exactly i have a story about that but i also don't okay. want to say it because i don't know who's gonna listen <laughs> I know, I know. Don't say it. <laughs> Keep that one between us. Okay. Um, well, not between us, but... <laughs> it wasn't 
she wasn't there. <laughs> I did just, I told her almost immediately after. See, I, I, there's no way I can even read out all of mine because we'd be here all day. Yeah. However, at the beginning of 2020, so usually just my favourite songs went into current favourites mm. playlist that would then get edited throughout. And then I'd be thinking a year on, oh, what was that one song I listened to? And it wouldn't be in my current favourites anymore, so I couldn't remember it. Mm. So what I have done this year is I make a playlist every single month, which is just titled whatever the month is. Whatever I'm listening to, whether it's on repeat, whether it's just occasional, whatever it is, all goes into that playlist. And now we're in December. I have created a master playlist of 2020, which is all of those monthly playlists combined. I think that's such a good idea. So now I can listen to like, obviously Spotify do like your top 20, like top 100 songs or whatever. However, those are like the ones I had on repeat constantly. Those aren't the ones that maybe I've listened to a couple of times and really like, but just kind of forgot about. Yeah, you don't need to listen to it over and over again. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. So that's my little filing system and I'm very proud of it. I think that's great. I think that's a good idea. I also created a playlist, which is a no skip playlist for my car. So I don't have to skip any songs when I'm in the car because I'm like, I love this song. It's a tune. I love this song. It's a tune. See, I, you know, when someone says, oh, put a Spotify playlist on and you play it through the big speakers, I get the big speakers. I'm sorry. Hold on. How old am I? (laughs) You know, when you put it through the big speakers. You know, you put it through the big speakers. Um, I don't have a single playlist that doesn't have something that is relatively obscure in it so i haven't got a playlist that i could put on and be like oh everyone will enjoy this because there will be like a russian pop song stuck in there or fucking sheena easton do you know what i mean stuff like that and i'm yeah my favorite music obviously folklore is on there obviously we've already discussed this obviously fine line harry styles is on there yeah listened to a lot of him this year listened to a lot of the Heather's soundtrack. See, Mean Girls the Musicals on my list. Mm, I just, I have again, I have a whole playlist which is just songs that I that are roles that I want to play. Yep, same, same. That, that's my <laughs> sing playlist. Yep. <laughs> yeah, love it. Absolutely love it. So Heather's is on there because I went through like in June time. I was really starting to miss theatre, and I mm. went through a very big, just musical theatre phase in that time I just wanted to listen to musical theatre and then I've also taken this year to educate myself a little bit because I feel like a lot of the stuff that my dad used to listen to was then immediately filed in my head as things I absolutely will not be listening to my parents have great music taste so does my dad my dad (laughs) has amazing music taste but you know when you're like you're not cool now realizing he's very cool he actually is quite cool yeah He's very cool. So I've been trying to like educate myself on some like classic, classic bands that I've just not listened to. Mm-hmm. So obviously I spoke about in the last episode how much I love Stevie Nicks. I only yeah, really yeah. properly started listening to Fleetwood Mac this year, which is disgusting and I'm ashamed of myself. I oh am my obsessed with, I have been for years, Fleetwood Mac. And then I remember when I was going for my Glee phase and they did a whole episode on rumours. I was like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> Literally, as we speak, a rumours vinyl is winging its way to me, and I'm so excited. I just, as we speak, I love got the Stevie Nicks prayer candle on. I have a Stevie Nicks keyring, and I love it. I just can you imagine if ever either of us were ever presented with the opportunity to meet her? Oh, I'd make her sign the keyring, one hundred percent. I'd make her sign me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love, her. I love her. Mm. And then I've also just been this. I've been. You know what? I've been really getting into rock music, like classic rock, oh, which is yeah. yeah, which I didn't think would be something that I'd be into, but I'm I'm into. Yeah. So I I mean I don't really I feel like recommending Fleetwood Mac is not really a recommendation because most people have probably listened to Fleetwood Mac. But if you haven't, please do. Do yourself a favor. That I think that goes for pretty much anything that your parents listened to and you were like, I don't want to listen to it. Fucking listen to it now. Yeah, completely. Why? For so many years was like, I don't want to listen to it, but <laughs> Oh, honestly, past me was a dick. Um, <laughs> and then my last one, a very recent discovery. And had I discovered him any sooner, he definitely would have been in my weird crushes. Oh my God, I because exactly what you're going to say. I think I love him. Youngblood. Yeah. <laughs> fully into him. So into his music. I really like that he writes basically protest songs. They're all very politically charged. I really like it. I really like that. 
he I think I watched a video of him the other day where he said he'd won an award and he was like I didn't win this award we won this award like this is a this is a fan thing the fans are the reason I'm here and I will never ignore that fact and I really like that because I feel like a lot of artists just go oh yeah thanks to the fans yeah but Youngblood's very like no 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 this is a family and this is he comes across quite humble doesn't he yeah and I just yeah I just kind of love him a little bit I'm not gonna lie hit me with yours okay so I'm a bit of a creature of habit with music anyway so I, I like to listen to what I like to listen to which is often the same stuff over and over again. <laughs> so Brandy Carlisle is my top at the moment. I'm obsessed with her. I love her. She's wonderful. Uh, she wrote, if anyone doesn't know who she is, which shame on you, but she wrote that song, The Story, the song that goes, um, uh, all of the love, da, 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 da. So good. Oh yeah, thanks. Oh, she's for that. fucking awesome. Um, Kalani, you introduced me to her. Love her. Oh yeah. Uh oh, the chicks, notable album notable mention to mm. the chicks and their new album. Fuck, that's such a good album. Yola, who's like a soul country singer, she's fucking cool. India Aria I listen to on a daily basis. She's a soul like soul singer as well. She's wonderful. She started in gospel as well, so you can only imagine her voice. Oh, this is a new one for me. I only discovered them this year. Scary Pockets. So it's a band that does like funky versions of pop songs and like musical songs. Mm. They're great. They're very Fun. Cool. What else have I listened to so much this year? Lizzo, Stevie Nicks, Miley Cyrus, her new stuff. Oh my god, obsessed with that remix of Oh, just like the Midnight Wild Sky. Wind. Oh, so good. Oh. Yeah. So honestly, that I think that's changed my life. Same. When I listened to it, I was like. Yes, this is this is very much the song I will play over and over and over again. Completely agree with you. So good. Fucking love it. So good. What was your um top song in a Spotify wrapped? Uh it was Cannibal by Brandy Carlisle. I'm not gonna what I can't I'm not gonna sing it. I was wrong and I No, that's not Cannibal. <laughs> I'm not gonna sing it. Proceeds to sing <laughs> a completely different song. Can't help it. <laughs> My top five was uh, four Harry Styles songs and then a Niall Horan song. I don't know how that snuck in there, but I would have thought like an Ariana song would have snuck in there because yeah. I do tend to replay her songs a lot. But yeah, my top one, my top one was Kiwi, um, which is fair because I I do listen to that song. I would say at least twice a day. Yeah, it is a good it's song. It's such a good song. It is a good song. I'm not like a diehard fan like you are, but I, I he's got his album is great. I wouldn't say I'm a diehard fan, but are you, I do really. Are like you it. joking? <laughs> I'm not. No, that's Claire, like me saying oh, like... I'm not really a fan of Whitney. No, Claire. Compared to some people that I've seen on online, they're extreme I'm... fans. You're a diehard fan. What's the difference? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any like tattoos of him or anything like that. I have really only been listening. For a couple of months. How what? many jumpers have you got of his? <laughs> Listen, they don't have his face on. I just re- like the thing is, people create really cool merch out of his lyrics, and he has cool lyrics. I'm like, yeah, I actually would wear that on a t-shirt, and then I do. I'll let you off. Okay. Oh, I said two. I mean three because I have one on the way. It's really cool though. It is really cool. Listen, I can't. I'm trying to support small businesses, and those small businesses happen to make Harry Styles merch. Like that's not my fault. Okay, so we've done our recommendations of music. We've done films. No, we haven't. Uh, no, we haven't. I've not got any films on here. <laughs> I mean, I've got one, <laughs> and it's Dolly's Christmas Show. <laughs> On Netflix. Right. <laughs> so that's that segment out of the way. <laughs> Next up, podcasts. Yes. So if you haven't guessed already, we're big fans of podcasts, so much so we created our own. Completely massive fans, both of us. Yeah. And I don't know if we've said before, but we, from the moment we met, discussed about how we were going to have a podcast. Yeah, and it was it was always just something that was going to happen, wasn't it? It was like a mutual agreement sort of immediately. Like, we have a podcast, yeah? Cool. And here we are. We've finally done it. Yeah, boy. 
<laughs> but I, I listen to podcasts all the time at work and also to help me sleep. That's how I got into podcasts because I had, well, I say had, have very bad anxiety. Not as bad as it used to be. But I often find that when I try and go to sleep, my mind is like whirring with these different thoughts. And listening to podcasts made me focus on someone else's voice rather than my own shouting in my head. So anyway, big fan of podcasts. I've mentioned before in another episode about Name Three Songs, which is one of my favourite podcasts. And guess what, guys? They heard our podcast and they're going to come on ours next year. That was a celebration (laughs) chant. (laughs) Real music industry professionals, podcast professionals are going to come to our little podcast. I'm very excited. Yeah, so am I. It'll be really cool. It'll be good to grill them on the music industry as well. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. So look out for that in the new year. So name three songs as well. Like go and check them out now. They're great. Mm-hmm. I love them. I'll stop fangirling over them now. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I know this one is quite a well-known one, but I hadn't listened to it until very recently. But Table Manners with Jessie Ware yeah. and her mum. That's on my list as well. That's one of my favourites. So good. I didn't, I think because of its name, I thought it was more of a food podcast than it actually is and I can't listen to food podcasts because they make me hungry (laughs) (laughs) so I was like I'm not gonna I'm just not gonna listen to it and then you told me you were like no I think you should in fact didn't didn't you say that Youngblood was gonna be on it so I was like okay I guess I'll listen I was just about to say that I think I told you to I listed a number of episodes you should watch you should watch you should listen to and you went oh they sound great also there's an episode of Youngblood so I'm gonna start there I was like okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah okay maybe that is what happened um do you know the, my it. recent episode is dolly parton yes i just listened to it it's so good oh. she's so adorable i love her queen absolute queen but they're great so it's like they do talk about food but it's not like a oh what kind of food do you cook all the t- tell us your like secrets for cooking it's like a casual chat and i yeah. absolutely love that Jessie's mum is one of those mums that just ask questions that you know are like slightly inappropriate, but you want to know the answer to. Completely, completely. I love, I love it. it. I'd love to be a guest on that podcast. Oh, that would be yes. fucking cool. Yes, I think it's amazing. I love it so much. The one that she, the one that they did with Florence Pugh, where yes. her mum was just like, "You've kissed Timothy Chalamet." <laughs> It just made me wet myself. It's so funny. So I really recommend that one. Yeah, that's on my list as well. I com- I completely agree with you. It's a, such a good podcast. Yeah, so good. For people who enjoy QI, um, the QI elves, as they are called, so like yes. the researchers, they have their own podcast called No Such Thing as a Fish. And they're also, I think I'm right in saying that also professional comedians, or some of them are, it's very funny and it's very interesting. It is. I yeah. I've listened to a couple of those as well. I love it. Yeah. So the the format is that they all bring a fact, but then all of them have also researched bits of the fact as well, and it's it's great. They just come out with some absolutely bizarre things. <laughs> I really enjoy it. It's a really great listen. And finally, for the, I mean, I've listened to so many podcasts. We would be here all day if I talked about everything. Yeah, same. Time. This is just narrowing it down. Yeah, this is really narrowing it down into things that. I can think of off the top of my head that I'm like, oh my God, yes, I love that one. <laughs> <laughs> and this one is called Good Influence. It's so good. It's so good. Is um, it Good Influence? <laughs> get out. <laughs> Throw yourself the door, please. Thank you. <laughs> no, but it's really good. So it, it talks about a variety of different things. So recent episodes include um, boundaries. So Gemma who hosts it um every week she gets kind of a expert on a certain subject to come and talk about it so there was one on boundaries there was one just recently on sustainable cooking so like how to waste less food and cook a bit more sustainably and like environmentally friendly it was so interesting I just really like it and they're not super long episodes but they cram in a lot of information into those episodes and I just really enjoy them I always come away from them like I've learned something <laughs> I've learned things wow so I really enjoy those as well and those those are my podcast recommendations apart from ours obviously but if you're listening to this episode you've already found us 
hit me with yours. So my top one and the one that, and this isn't an exaggeration, I listen to multiple episodes daily and I put it on when I go to sleep as well. My dad wrote a porno. Oh my God, I started listening to this and for some reason stopped, but it's so funny. It is my favourite podcast and thing to listen to and I I think it is just so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. I listen to it every single day. And they've got a new series coming out next year, I think, and a Christmas special happening soon, um, which is so exciting. Table Manners is on my list as well. What else have we got here? Um, uh, 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 oh, Walking the Dog with Emily Dean. That's a good podcast. Yes. It's basically, um, she's a journalist, I think, Emily Dean, and she goes for walks with various different celebrities, comedians, hosts, that kind of thing. And it's it's just really wholesome and really nice. Mm. I love it. It's really really nice listening. Yeah, I really like when she talks to the dogs. Yeah, so do I. And also her dog's called Raymond and she chats to Raymond regularly. This one's one I really only just started listening to. It's really good. I think you'll like it if you haven't already listened to it. It's called... um, Oh, fuck. (laughs) It's not called Oh, fuck. It's called The Therapy Edit. Oh, I've not heard of this. And it's um, there's it's new this year. So there's a couple of... I'm just going to read some of their episode titles. Uh, on okay. Dealing with Uncertainty. On Comparing Feelings. Soph. <laughs> um, All right, call me out. Jesus. <laughs> on Why We Like to Be Busy. On Feeling Less Guilty. Uh, on How to Be Better. On Feeling Like an Imposter. On How to Feel Good Enough. Five Tips for Anxiety. Uh, it's it's wonderful. It's a very, very good podcast. I'll send you that later. Yeah, please. That sounds amazing. Mm, really it's like really, that. really good. It's new this year as well, so it's it's um it's very fresh and relevant. Um what else have we got here? Oh, I think you put me onto this, and this one is hit and miss for me. So some of the episodes I am obsessed with, some I have to change them. Um Saturn Returns with Kagi. Mm, yes, I did put you onto this one. Yeah. Some of them I love listening to whereas others i have to switch over um yeah she does some good like some good ones with uh percy gallagher yeah yeah yes yeah Yeah. yeah. completely agree with you and then obviously our podcast okay so i think it's well known that in lockdown everyone picked up random new hobbies and activities us included claire hit me with some of the things that you've picked up in lockdown please well i don't think it's uncommon knowledge that you and i have turned into complete witches (laughs) well yes so my list is um guided meditations i do a lot of those uh we love a guided meditation manifestations moon rituals tarot cards taking up macrame and crystals which i now sell on etsy (laughs) candle making (laughs) the yoga wave app so i do yoga every day um Mm -hmm. and i can kind of do my own sort of thing now but sometimes i like to be told what to do and this um app is brilliant you just put it on and you get given an instructor at the beginning of your course session thing it's free i think i can't remember if i pay for it or not i should probably have researched that before i mentioned it but it is brilliant. There is a free version if you don't want to pay for it. And they just take you through, like, you can do anything from a 20-minute flow, a five-minute flow, to a 50-minute flow. And I absolutely love it. It's really nice. It's a really nice app. And The Artist's Way. It is really good. I have abandoned it for the past three months, <laughs> but I'll get back into it. Because <laughs> it is really good. It is really good. I've just... But I feel like that's a thing so. you can do. So basically, it is about... It's a 12... It's supposed to be a 12-week course, but I've been doing it all this year. <laughs> <laughs> um it's supposed to be a 12-week course about unlocking your artist blocks and like what's holding you back and how it's holding you back how you can overcome it and activities you can do to feed your inner artist and your inner child that kind of stuff it's it's quite spiritual it she mentions um god quite a lot in it but she also and this was something that uh sold me on it said that you don't have to believe in god to do this course you can substitute the word god for higher power universe um that kind of thing so whenever i read it i automatically change it in my head to power of the universe you know it's it's brilliant and there's a lot of collaging in there and we know Mm. i love a collage have you got any other activities on there have i got any other activities on there um i mean other than napping no (laughs) okay well i can hit me with some of yours hit me with some of your 
what you've got into. Yeah, I've written down tarot yeah. as well because I love tarot. I love it so much. I got into a big argument with my dad about it because he was like, "How can you believe that stuff works?" I'm like, "No, no, no, no. I don't think that the card is telling me no, my future." Like magical but I fairy. Do... It's just nice. Yeah, it's just nice. Sometimes I feel like when I'm overwhelmed with work or I, I've got like a big week ahead of me and I'm like, I don't know what, I don't know what I want to, what I'm supposed to be doing here, what I need to be channeling or focusing on. I, sometimes it's nice just to have, do a card pull and pull out some cards that are like, you need to focus on you mm-hmm. know, some self-care maybe. Maybe you just need to like have a bit more confidence in yourself. Having the, those words it is really reassuring. And I feel like it just focuses the energy that I already yeah, had in completely. me. Yeah, it's completely. It's not a new thing. It's not like it's given you superpowers. Yeah. Another thing that I've got into, so I've been playing guitar for mm, about 10 years, but you wouldn't know because I'm self-taught and I've just, I basically learned enough chords that I could write songs and accompany myself and then kind of didn't learn anything else. Like genuinely didn't know the names <laughs> of the strings for a, a way too long, embarrassingly long amount of time. So I found this app. Uh, by Fender called Fender Play and it's guitar lessons but in really kind of bite-sized chunks videos so I can like look at what they're doing that has like little exercises and stuff I'm obsessed with it and it's helped me so much already some things I already knew I'd picked up over the years but it was good to have those reinforced by someone who knows I what they're talking good at about I'm not I'm re- I really I'm really not to someone who can't really play guitar <laughs> yes to someone who can play guitar, they're like... Look, I don't want to talk about the fact that I had guitar lessons when I was six and they told me to quit. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed that app. And then when it got announced that where I was living was moving into tier three, this was before our second lockdown, I basically panic bought a bunch of crafts. Now, I'm not a craft person <laughs> at all. But having been through the first lockdown, I was like, there's only so much watching Netflix, scrolling through TikTok and writing songs I can do. I need to have something that is kind of relaxing, easy to do, kind of in front of the TV or whatever, but feels productive. Yeah. So I bought jewelry making stuff, I bought embroidery stuff, and I bought crocheting yeah. stuff. And the one thing that I really got into is crocheting. I'm obsessed with it. It's so, it looks really complicated, but actually it's kind of fairly easy to pick up. And now I can make hats, I can make little, uh, like Christmas tree stars I can make tops and I have on its way to me a bunch of wool because I'm gonna knit a cardigan well not knit crochet a cardigan I'm so excited to make this goddamn cardigan I can't wait okay so moving into books 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 we read a lot of books yeah. So we, during the first lockdown, sent each other books, didn't we? Yeah, that was that was nice. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was a very wholesome friend activity. Very, very cute. Mm-hmm. Very cute. So tell me what books you have loved this year. Okay. Again, I'm a bit of a creature of habit. I like to reread books. Mm, okay. So I regularly reread To Kill a Mockingbird just because I love it. Oh, such a good book. Oh, my God. <laughs> such a good book. Um, and this is what I sent you this one. Uh, Jasmine Knights. Oh, yeah. See, I enjoyed that book, but there's a bit in it that suddenly comes out of nowhere, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on, <laughs> what's happening?" It's a fucking good book. I remember reading it, and I was like, "This is cool." One of the newer books I've read this year is Queenie by Candice Carty Williams. Did I send you that to read? No, but I want to read it. It's it's sick. It's so good. Tori lent me again. Tori lent me this, then bought me a copy, which is just. Especially with all of the things that came to light with Black Lives Matter, et cetera, et cetera. The, it was so relevant and it's beautifully written. It's very funny as well. Oh, I read Jonathan Van Ness's book, Over the Top. I didn't even know you had a book. Oh, my God. I will, That would be the next one I send you. I've got it sat right here. Please. I want to read it. Um, and then me and you went on a day trip didn't we in Nottingham 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 yes. and we spent a, I'm gonna say three or four days in water waterstones oh yeah we oh my god that was the day that I was incredibly pretentious and I bought a poetry book you bought poetry book <laughs> I remember that <laughs> we looked everywhere for a Starbucks to give us a pumpkin spice latte because it was around that time wasn't it that's the only pumpkin spice latte I had this year because the next two times I went they were like we don't have any more I've had a couple I'm really sorry oh but I bought two books um, 
No, I bought one because you said you had one at home and lent it to me. And I'm currently reading that one at the moment called The Axe Man's Jazz. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Very good. I'm only halfway through, um, but I'm very much enjoying that. What else did you buy? What book did you buy? Um, Cowgirl, which is an LGBT book, which is brilliant. Another LGBT book that I read is In at the Deep End by Kate Davis. And I recommend everyone give that a go as well. And then other than that, I kind of reread a lot of stuff again. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really got anything new to add. <laughs> Oh, I have Tattooist of Auschwitz. I read it for the first time this oh, year. Oh, God. Yes, I read that too. With Jesus. Oh, soul destroying. Oh, oh. Go on, hit me with some of yours. You um, read a lot more, a lot, how do I say that? A lot newer? Nope. Recent? A lot more recent. Nope. I can't, I don't know. All right. Do something. I, I know what you're trying to say. I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> yeah, so one book that I sent to you as well was Before the Coffee Gets Cold by. Right, I have picked three books by authors who I'm definitely going to butcher the names of, so I'm just apologising now that my fucking white ass can't pronounce anything (laughs) that's not fucking John Smith. I'm sorry, I'm trying, I really am. So, Before the Coffee Gets Cold by Toshikazu Kawaguchi. That sounds right to me. I think. Anyway, it's a beautiful book. Really short, but beautiful. So it's, it's set in this cafe where you can time travel, but there's very specific restrictions on the time travel. And it tells the story, I think, of three different people. It's so beautiful. It was and so it's, I really enjoyed that. Oh, it's just all about different people's relationships and kind of reconciling stuff from the past. And it's just so beautifully written. And there's a second one out, which I'm desperate to read. Is there? Yeah, I'm so oh, excited. I, I might give that a go as well. I liked that. A really beautiful book like a really nice quick read and really like heartwarming yeah i'm pretty sure i read it in a day it's a good yeah. It's good yeah very good super good another one that i read this year so me and one of my other friends did a little book club for a little bit um and one of the books that we read was girl woman other by bernadine everisto really recommend this book again similar if you're looking for literature that's not just white yeah this is really good so it's it follows 12 characters, mostly black British women. And it's just, I think, I think I'm right in saying all of the characters weave into each other's lives in some way. Really interesting, a really good reflection of modern life, I would say. It's kind of similar to sex education in the sense that it's not like, and here is your gay character. Yeah. It's like, no, just intertwines. Just... Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, it sounds... it's great. I really recommend that one. And then another one which I recently read was The Course of Love by Alain de Botton. Oh, you said about this book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's written a lot of other stuff, which I think I bought one of his... I went on a big <laughs> book buying rampage recently. So I've honestly got so many books to read. Same. I'm, I'm looking, literally looking at my bookshelf now and I have two shelves full of books that I've got to read. Yeah, I'm a little bit overwhelmed by them, but I don't care. I, I really love buying books. Same. There's nothing better. I yeah. oh, completely agree with you. But I think, I think I bought one of his other books because I loved this book so much. It's called The Course of Love and it looks at um, a relationship between these two people and kind of follows them over the course of them meeting and then them kind of growing up and having a family or whatever but it's not romantic it's not like a rom-com type Mm. thing it very much looks at love and relationships in a more realistic way and the way that he writes I mean actually I don't know if this is the case for all of his books but for this book he'll kind of be telling the story and then you kind of come out of it for a minute and he kind of makes a commentary on the situation that's going on so he'll be like as you can see here, I cannot remember the name of the two characters, which is really bad of me. <laughs> but man is angry about this. And woman is getting angry about this. If they actually just told each other the source of this anger, which is that woman has deep-rooted anxiety about being late because of such and such and such, and man has uh, deep-rooted anxiety about the window being closed because of where he grew up, it made him feel unsafe, blah, blah, all this kind of stuff. It's so interesting to just see someone kind of zoom out and be like, love isn't perfect. We've done podcasts. We've done the singular movie, Dolly Parton. We've done TV. We've done music. Now let's do social media accounts. Yes. Yes. 
Go on, you start us off. Okay. Mine are quite, surprise, surprise. Mine are quite um, mixed. Mm -hmm. So the first one I'm going to say is a, she's a makeup artist called Jazz Howard. She's quite big on TikTok. She does a lot of like cool makeup looks and stuff on TikTok, but she also does a lot of special effects. So she's freak, but chic. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Obsessed with her. She's great. And her Instagram is, is as exciting as her TikTok is. So I'd recommend that highly. Next one is Rob Madge. He, okay. I th- I feel like I sent you this video. He's been putting out videos for the last couple of months of like behind the scenes, jokey sort of spoofs of theatre. So he was Gavroche in the, I feel like the 20th anniversary maybe. So a few years ago, he's, he's older now, obviously, but it is so funny. And if you're at all into theatre, it, it makes me absolutely die with laughter. It's Rob Madge O2. Uh, okay. That's him. I've not seen. I've not seen his, but I've seen another one, which is like the American version. I think his name's JJ. Yes, uh, I know exactly what you're going to say. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, he does the like uh, actors when their mic is off, mm-hmm. and he uses the little iPhone charger as his mic. Yes. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> that's good. Um, what else have we got on my list? Oh, this one's real wholesome. It's um, it's called Queer Storytime and a friend of mine who's a fantastic makeup artist and like she runs a um, like a kids entertainment group as well. Uh, she was on it, which is how I got introduced to it. But it's basically um, a group of people that read sort of LGBT friendly kids books so you can put it on for your kids to listen to. And it is That's so cool. Awesome. It's I mean, and I'm not a child but i appreciated them very much they were brilliant brilliant brilliantly done it's great uh that's queer story time that's literally their handle i've got official me- millennial black so sophie williams she's a blm uh, black lives matter activist and it her whole profile is very very much centered around how how to be better basically mm. how here's some resources here's some stuff to look at here's some books to read here's some films to watch that kind of stuff and you'll have probably seen a load of her stuff floating around on social media as well but i highly recommend checking her out on there as well and my last one is you better sing which is (laughs) they're on everything instagram twitter tiktok and it is basically an account that posts videos of some of the best vocal performances you will ever experience in your life and I sometimes have to lie down, they're that good. <laughs> Go on, hit me with yours. A YouTube channel called Mad Fit. I am obsessed with her content. I'm obsessed. So she does kind of your usual workout videos. So like, you know, your 10 minute abs or your 20 minute full body, which are great. And I really enjoy those. But what I really love are her dance parties. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I you say that. I right, it's a well-known fact that I love a dance party. Love a dance party. Would have one every moment of every day. I only learned this term this year because of you. I love them. Honestly, top tip: if you feel a bit shit, put some music on, have a solo dance party. It's the best medicine. It makes me feel so great. But anyway, this is a more. I was going to say a more acceptable version. A solo dance party is acceptable, but if you want to get some like actual fitness in more there, more like, structured watts, version. Yeah, they are. They're the best. So she has themed ones. So she'll have like TikTok ones. She's got '90s ones, '90s ones. She's got some like specific artists. So I did the Ariana Grande one the other day, which love, was wonderful. Love they're really good, and they're not like you don't have to be a dancer. They're really simple moves, and they're really good fun. Before Corona, before everything, I was going to the gym kind of four or five times a week, pretty miserably, to be Mm. honest. Like I was going after work, hated every moment. I'd be on that stupid little treadmill, like hating my life, really disliked it. Oh, home workouts have changed the way I think about workouts because I'm like, oh, I can just do whatever I want. Like I could, like some days I'll do Pilates, sometimes I'll do some yoga. Some days it's a dance party. Sometimes I will be a bit more structured and use some weights. But it's made my relationship with exercising so much healthier because I don't see it as like, a, oh, I have to exercise now. It's like a, woohoo, yes, I'm going to exercise. It's going to make me feel good. I can, I'm completely in control of this. Whereas at a gym, 
if I wanted to do an exercise, but there was some fucking beefy guy on a machine, I was like, well, guess we're not doing yeah. that. Like, I'm not one of those people that can be like, how many reps have you got left? No, no, no. no not a clue. No, 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 no. Oh, I've thought of one other account okay. as well. Florence Given. I spoke about yes. her book a couple yeah, of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is, oh, she's so cool. Something that I will advise and something that she talks about in her book and kind of has revolutionized the way I think about social mm. media. Social media is set up to make you feel bad, pretty much. Yeah, one of the best things I did at the beginning of lockdown was unfollow accounts that I regularly yes. looked at that made me feel bad. Yes, and this is what she says. She says, you know, unfollow. If you can't unfollow for whatever reason, I'm very aware of, like, some people yes, that I can't same. unfollow. Mute, cause Mute more the drama. fuck out of them. Mute. Mute is your best friend. But also, she said, use it. Use social media to your advantage. Follow a diverse yes, range of completely. This is what um official millennial black always says as well. The account that I mentioned a minute ago. If you're not following a a diverse group of people, selection of accounts, then you're not doing it right. You're just not diversifying your feed means that you don't get stuck in like an echo chamber that is just people exactly like you. I think it's so, it's just so important to have that wider view on the yeah, world. Yeah, completely. Not to get really preachy, but you know. This is the 2020 recommendations. If we didn't recommend you yeah, educate completely. yourself, we'd be doing a disservice. That's my top recommendation. Educate yourself. Educate yeah. yourself. I completely agree. Not saying that we know everything. But we do. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we are working to educate ourselves further. And I think it's really yeah. important because you don't learn. I mean, you learn jack shit in school. You learn, you learn jack shit in school. Completely tr- speak that truth. <laughs> We're taking a break for Christmas. A break for the festive season. And then there'll be a little fun bonus Ooh. episode, which is going to be all of the stuff I usually When's it going to be, so? In the gooch week. Oh, I hate that phrase. <laughs> the week between Christmas the... and New Year. The gooch week. Oh, no. I... No, go away. The gooch week. Gooch week when Slurs last looked down. You're welcome. <laughs> Oh, yes. If you have things you want us to talk about, please let us know. Or any guests you want us to have on. Yes, yeah. I mean, within reason. I mean, it's not going to happen. Don't even suggest Harry Styles because it's just not going to happen yet. I truly think if we were ever at a stage where we could have Harry Styles on a podcast, I would turn him down because I just The danger would be that I would have to steer the conversation as well. And we all know that I can't stay on focus for very long. I need you to rein me in. Yeah, it would be. Oh God, I it feel it like it actually. I can feel myself filling with anxiety at the thought of something that will never happen. <laughs> oh wait, this is gonna be our last one before Christmas. So should we? Yes, of course, I'll sing you a Christmas song. <clears throat> we wish you a merry us. Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas and a happy Gooch week. Moving on. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> I thought I did my part. <laughs> no, I'm going to okay, cut that bit fine. out. fine. So. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry it's Christmas. Christmas! If you enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. You can follow us at Soph Jones Music and Claire Cordell on all platforms. Keep an eye on our Instagram stories as we ask you questions on there that might feature in the next episode.